This call is being recorded. Excuse me. Good morning. Welcome to the Career Victory. This is Bubbly. Who's on the call? Good morning, Bubbly. It's Susie. Hey, good morning, Susie. How are you? I'm doing <clears throat> well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Still allergies messing with my throat and stuff, but I'm good. Oh, I understand that one 100%. Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, happy Saturday. Oh, my alarm oh. is about to go off at 6 o'clock. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Ooh, excuse me. How's everything up there back in the Bay Area? <laughs> well, I wish I was back in the Bay Area. I'm in Stockton now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the Bay still for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me good old Richmond or good old Martinez, and I'm happier than ever. Yeah, I hear you. Where are you at doing? now? Oh, he's, he's hanging in there. You still in Las Vegas? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not going nowhere. Uh, Lord, call me home and tell me something different. I'll be here. There you go. There you uh-huh. go. Rick's doing good. He's going to go in for another x-ray on his lungs. I mean, on his artery, go, his valve, excuse me, going into his heart. So 
praying that he just doesn't have to have surgery. Yeah, well, we know what we know what prayer can do. So I know. Continue to do. That's Trust right. God. Trust Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Did anybody else join the call? Good morning, Bubbly. Good morning, Oh, definitely. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you Happy doing? Saturday, Bubbly. Happy Pretty Saturday. Patrice. Patrice. I know that voice. How you doing, girl? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I, I was in trying to shake all this um, uh, Vegas weather out of my throat. I'm good. <laughs> 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 I'm good. Well, thank you. Glad to be amongst the land of the weather. Man, how about Blue Press and LaVale called the land of the dying on the way to the land of the living? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Last Saturday in September. Hey, glad to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Good morning. Welcome to the Club Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Will anybody else join the line? Happy Saturday. It's Nikisha. Hey, good morning, uh, Nikisha. Happy Friday to you as well. Ah, uh, let me see. Oh, this, this right here. I saw some prayers that were put in here yesterday. And did anybody announce them? Do you know? Uh, one from Nikisha and one from Sister Carolyn. I don't believe so, but I'm not for sure. Oh, that's all right. I will just make sure to announce it. So. Okay. If it even if it was, we can always go by again and make sure we're praying for that request these requests. Amen. Amen. Well, uh Bubba, this is Nikisha. It mine wasn't mentioned yesterday. So Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, so like I say I will go we'll go over the two I saw and um make sure like I say, make sure so if an in the announcement so that whoever's in the lineup will make sure to lift you up as well as Sister Carolyn. Amen. Good morning and welcome to the Clan Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Anybody else join the call? Happy Saturday, Bubbly, and everybody else. This is Brother Dwayne. Oh, I know that voice. Hey, Brother Dwayne. <laughs> Good to hear your sound, brother. Thank you. Okay, where's uh the lovely Sarah? <laughs> She's going to have to actually go into work today, so I'll be going solo. Oh, okay. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm <ready> for it. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the Clan Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Anybody else on the call this morning? Sound like somebody was on the bar <laughs> driving. <laughs> I haven't heard that sound in a while. Good morning. And welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Bubbly. Happy Saturday. Did anybody else join the call that would like to say good morning? Okay, I have to remember. Up oh, it's six oh five. So we're gonna go ahead and get started with the greeting. Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello and good morning. My name is Deborah, a.k.a. Bubbly, and I am your host this morning. 
Thank you for joining us here on the Prayer of Victory. We are at prayer calls that meet Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled The Faith Factor. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and hardships that will be brought to you by our wonderful gifted declarers. There are no announcements this morning, but there are two prayer requests on the app. The first one is from Sister Nikisha. It says, please pray for me, or excuse me, with me, for my son, Ronald, who was stabbed and and assaulted by three males. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait, we definitely want to make sure to keep that prayer on, on here this morning. The other one is from Sister Carolyn. She says, please pray for my pops, Charles. He's about to, he's about to start two rounds of chemo. Please pray. Amen. Please remember those in prayer. All righty. The order of the call this morning is the declaration will be by Brother Dwayne. Praying and corporate praise will be by Sister Geraldine. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declares. I will repeat that again. Excuse me. The declaration will be by Brother Dwayne. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Sister Geraldine. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declares. The scripture today is Galatians 3, 11 and 12. Clearly, no one who relies on the law is justified before God because the righteous will live by faith. The law is not based on faith. On the contrary, it says the person who does these things will live by them. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to please, ma'am, please, sir, to place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the declarer, Brother Dwayne. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Bubbly, thank you so much for uh, hosting and for that introduction. And I, I thank Geraldine ahead of time for the prayer that's going to come. Um, as usual, I want to uh, thank Dion and Moni and all the admin for the opportunity uh, to come before you and share uh, what the Lord would bring. Um, this morning, I'm just going to be going solo because my beautiful wife has to go in and do some training at work. Uh, so you just have me uh, to do with this morning. Uh, and hopefully I can bring what the Lord has uh, before we start. Just want to uh, pray. Holy Father, Daddy, thank you for the blessing of this day. Thank you for airing my lungs. Thank you uh, for just a, a mind uh, that is clear and ready to receive from you. And may uh, we we get from you, Daddy, what you want to deliver here. Father, help. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, now, the uh, the faith factor has been the theme uh, this month. And going on it, really just have a simple um, word to deliver, to bring in here, a simple lesson, honestly. Um, and it comes down to... Uh, really just coming here, what what is the purpose of faith? 
uh, you know, it's like faith over fear and so forth. Um, but when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, the basics of it, what is the purpose uh, of that faith? What is faith? Faith is simply belief in the object of our trust. Um, we give our trust. We place our faith in something that has been promised. Um, you don't. Uh, faith really doesn't come into play. Uh, faith doesn't come around. Faith isn't really necessary unless there was a promise to put that faith into. Uh, we we start in the beginning with Adam and Eve, the beginning of creation. Everything's perfect. God is walking with you um, at the. He's, he's basically, his presence, his gifting has been around the Garden of Eden and everything needed to be given to you is all around you all day long. And then in the cool of the night, the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus himself comes and partakes with you and is with you. So there's not, there's nothing to be, to have faith in. Everything's given to you. Everything's all good. Um, really, uh, and, and when you put your promise in some, or when you put your faith in something, something has to be promised. There has to have been um, a breaking of all the good to even come into play, right? Um, of course, that was sin that then brought in a need to have uh, faith. There was a change in circumstances. It was a change that happened. Um, when we put our trust and faith into a promise um, that's either spoken or perceived, um, there has to be some hardship in the first place to have to go there. Um, and so the the first promise that was actually recorded in the Word was after the fall. Um, in Genesis 3.15, uh, when speaking to the serpent, when speaking to Satan, God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head or crush your head, meaning Jesus down the line, and you, and you shall bruise his heel. Snip at him. Now, um, in all of eternity, that's you know showing the overall victory, Jesus against Satan. But, of course, Satan was able to pick at him, was able to put him on that cross and attack him. In the end, there would be total victory when Jesus crushes his, his Satan's head. But... Satan would be nipping at the heel and, and constantly bringing down. Now, um, from the fall to, let's say, to Noah, so um, in a lot of the beginning of time, thousands of years, there was a whole lot of nipping at the heel. There was a whole lot of bruising the heel that Satan was able to do. Um, from the time of the fall, going through many, many years to up to Noah, the downfall of man, sin was rampant. Things were going buck wild. Thousands of years passed, um, but part uh, with part two being fulfilled, but part one didn't wasn't wasn't in the in the cards. It wasn't wasn't a factor that that victory over didn't didn't appear because things were just getting uglier and uglier and darker and darker. People were dying off. The sin was rampant. The the age factor was reducing after Noah. Um, the next promise really didn't come until after the flood and after destruction when things were just going so horribly and so bad. And basically the promise came in, you know, I make a covenant with you and with your descendants that basically I'm not going to kill you off. <laughs> uh, I, I won't flood the entire world again and destroy mankind and take all life away. Um, I mean, that was nice. 
thank you. You, you know, you're not going to kill us off. But it's, I didn't see where's that, that victory, um, you know, from that original promise thousands and thousands of years ago would bruise or crush the head. Like, that hadn't been seen. There's still a waiting. So faith had to be held um, on there's got to be some rectification. There's got to be some way to get back to to the good. We're not seeing it. Like we're still waiting. Um, years after the flood, we come to to Abraham or Abram, um, where a new covenant would be and a, and a promise would be. However, uh, even in that factor, God was present but didn't establish a people. Didn't have anyone that truly trusts. So there's there's just life going on. There's not really a faith being connected to the source, that, that object, um, you know, faith is is simply belief in the object of our trust. Well, there was a whole, we're just waiting. At this point, it was still kind of waiting. Um, Abraham had give, been given a name, or Abram, he had the name Abram, which means great father. Um, well, as we know at that point, he, he had no child. So, that was really just a spiteful thing for him to have to go through. Abram, um, you know, if you in the Jewish name was big for for Jewish culture and just the people in in the land and the area. Somebody comes up and meets Abram. Hey, what's your name, Abram? Oh, great father. How many kids you got? None. That this heartache <laughs> after heart, like, and eventually out of this man that. Actually, he was doing really good for himself. Everything else around, like he had wealth, he, his father's house was prosperous, things were going well, and he had this one thing that just nicked at him. And of course, he he then comes to grips with the thought with God, and and God says, "I'm going to bring a new covenant. I'm going to make a covenant with you and make you many nations, and eventually turn you to Abraham." And so then there was his promise was. Um, to have faith in. You will have a child. And on top of that, not just a child, but you will be the father of many nations. I'm going to make a covenant with you and your descendants to be my people, and I will be your God. Then there was something to have faith in. There was something to hold on to. There was a a, a being, an object of that faith to hold on to. But there was a lot of silence or a lot of times of, of struggle going to that, and it was getting to that promise. Um, Of course, there was times of stumbling and trying to help out God and, you know, go elsewhere to try to have a son and so forth and go through, um, you know, when going to Hagar and and making the whole agreement, okay, we're going to help God out a little bit. Faith was still there, but it was a struggle to hold on to it. The belief was still there, but it was hard to maintain. Um, or, or, or it was hard. I don't think at any point in time Abram lacked faith that God was going to do what he said he was going to do in the long run, deep, deep down inside. But there's reality, or what looks like reality. There, there's life smacking you in the face. There's time that has to lapse, and you have to still hold on, still hold on. And, of course, uh, people of Israel are going to have a lot of practice a lot, a lot of practice. I have had a lot of practice of how to hold on to that faith, even when they're wavering. Yeah. God um, 
thank you for the faith that I have, but grant me more to hold on and maintain because it's just, it's hard. Um, Abram even when went uh, and had a child with Hagar, gave birth to a child. There was about a 13-year gap of, never, of basically not hearing from God again after trying to, you know, the getting shook a little bit, getting shook and making a choice, making a poor choice, and God was kind of quiet for 13 years, but came back and reestablished, hey, this is my promise. This is what I've given you. Hold on. Um, then eventually developing a whole nation, but that nation of Israel would follow God, but steer off, be imprisoned, be with others, what have you. So the history of Israel, the Old Testament, was building to, well, first you have the establishment of, I'm going to make a great people, and then I'm going to give you a land. And that was a focal point. At that point, the focal point is promises of land, promises of uh, their own kingdom, promises of their um, the promised land, and, um, promises of being prosperous and blessed. And then we, when they receive that, it's constantly taken away from them and pulled on. So there, there was constantly a faith in something, and eventually when they're in prison, it had to become someone. There was the Messiah. So uh, Abraham is promised a child and then promised to be a nation, then prom promised to be prosperous and promised to become a great nation. And so there was there was faith being put in a whole in just receiving some stuff, a lot of stuff. And, of course, there was a whole lot of wavering in that faith because you're just awaiting the stuff that you were going to get. I think, my opinion, um, the substance of faith became stronger when it became in a someone, in a Messiah that would eventually come. So a lot of the Old Testament, the promise, it comes back to that original promise. Jesus will crush the head of the serpent. Like, we lost, out of our own choices, we lost uh, perfection. We lost the connection and the closeness with God. Um, that that was being shared with Adam with Adam and the Lord. The promise, you know, I think because we're human, God's smart enough to know I've got to give them pieces to go along because they just they can't get the whole bite. They, they, my, my 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 people, they're my children. I love them, but they're kind of simple. And I've got to give them. I've got to build them up to this, right? So I'm going to give them some things to promise them to look forward to before letting them know. All in all, what you always wanted was me and my son. The promise is really Jesus. Old Testament leads up to that man, that man. That would be the promise. Old Testament is built on everyone looking to the future of where victory is coming from, of where they're going to be coming out of slavery, of where they're going to be healed from their infirmities, of where they're going um, to be able to, to shout that they have freedom and it's been fulfilled and all the promises are coming in this man. So Old Testament is leading up to, and so they were definitely coming to a place to pray into victory and pray into receiving and coming to a place. Old Testament leads up to that promise. Once Jesus got here, you've got those basically 33 years 
and all the time, all all the time surrounds these 33 years, either before or after. But it all comes to the basically the epitome of this 33 year now New Testament, which we're a part of. Then has to come from that place, and faith has to hold to that time period. So Old Testament faith is building up to coming to Jesus. New Testament now our faith resonates from that place coming forward. Uh, the adage uh, spoken, you know, you you pray pray from a place of it, not pray for victory, but pray from a from victory, from that place of victory. Jesus was that victory. Jesus was that fulfillment. Uh, Jesus was that promise, or is that promise? that our faith is supposed to hold on to be pressed onto uh the power of our faith rests in the object uh of our faith at the foundation of all love is a belief in the object that is love loved um that's coming from uh Ed Heinsen that wrote courageous faith uh, basically, life, life and lessons of the Old Testament heroes. Um, but I want to read that again. The power of faith rests in the object of our faith. In our case, Jesus. At the foundation of all love is a belief in the object. In the object that is loved, um, which is Jesus. So our our faith at all times, purpose of is always Jesus, and coming from that place that what he did over 2,000 years ago, when we're coming from a place of, of saying, um, you know, the things in life that would sidetrack and the things that would come in, our faith is holding on to what has already been established and promised. We, we're not, a lot of times, um, and um, I'm saying us because this is me included, when hard times are coming and we're struggling, going from somewhere, we're praying, Lord, if you would change and make this happen, if you would give me that opportunity, if you would um, please change my circumstances and so I can have that job, so so my I can come to a place of healing with my wife and the arguments we have, so my child will come away from these drugs or these streets or what have you, and we constantly find ourselves because we're human, you know, we our time we're always looking to the future we're either looking to the past or the future but we're usually looking on oh can can something get better and i think we frequently forget to start from the place of we're we already know the fulfillment of jesus or we should know he's already done that which he said he would do that uh, that initial promise the first promise of he shall crush the head of the serpent even though the serpent shall bruise his heel. That's the original promise. That's the original thing we hold our faith to. That's the, I will bring all these things to pass to come back to our original place, where you commune with me, where you're with me, where we are one. Um, I think our, to be, our faith really rests all in that. Coming back to the basics, to, to where... It all started to my, to the original promise of I will bring you back to me. That's always with with Israel. Is I'll bring you back to me. You're 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 in um, captivity. You've been imprisoned. You're going through stuff. Whether it be uh, um, the Egyptians at one point or or 
uh, Assyrians at another point or Babylonians or what have you, they were always, and, and of course they're an example for us to look at, they were always taken at some point when they lost their faith, or I want to say when, when they started letting other things come around and cloud judgment, cloud that faith. And, it, and and those struggles brought back the, oh, we, we, we're sorry, Lord, we're coming back to you. We're coming back to what you've promised. We're coming back to the goodness of you. We desire, we long for you to come back to you. It's always been about that reconciliation um, of where all things were good, of where we communed with the Father and we were in that place of rest and peace with him, that we knew all things were going to be taken care of. When you go back to the Garden of Eden, Abraham had no worries. Again, he came back to a, it wasn't, it was that place where he didn't, what did he have to have faith in? It was evident. He lived it. It was right there. We walk in faith because something is broken. We require faith because something is broken. Our connection with God and this world because of it is broken and so we require that faith but we need to remember that our faith comes from what's already been fulfilled it is finished as jesus said on the cross it is finished i fulfilled that promise my daddy gave i crushed satan's head he came at me he put me in a you know he caused a human death for the almighty for like three days but the end work was done Jesus said, it is finished, not here's part one, and from here, keep working on that faith because, you know, we've got to, uh, I've got something else to fulfill. No, I already did it. Your faith comes from here. Know where you start from and just believe me to keep going. Not just believe in me, but believe me when I said I did it. Start from there. So instead of, Lord, Lord I'm hoping I can get a job and my circumstances can be different and I'm hoping that you will um, care enough for me to bring this to pass. No, Lord, thank you that I already know it's to pass. You, you're, you're the same God from yesterday, today, and in the future, you, he lives. He's not stuck in time. Again, it's the whole concept. He's outside of the whole remnant of time. So he's at right now. He is in our past, our present, and the future. So for God, it's already been done. Like you said, it is finished. So we have to think outside of our, which is not saying it's easy because everything in our, our whole lifespan, it, it's all about time. But we have to look to him and say, okay, you're outside of time. And so you're already at that victory point. Just like right now you're at the victory that happened on the cross and you're at the victory five months from now when everything is good in my family. Or, or two weeks from now when I get that job and that promotion I've been waiting for because we're strapped and we need some pay or um, whatever the case may be, the rectification of my child and them becoming clean and coming back to the family, um, the the sickness being lifted off and, and being victorious over cancer. We need to, we have, when we're praying to him, when we're trusting in him, when we're having faith in it's the fact that he's already there at the point of victory. Just like he's already there when he established the victory over 2,000 years ago on the cross. We're not, beg we're not supposed to be beggars. He's our father. We're not supposed to be beggars and have this faith of, I just really, 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 really hope. 
faith isn't a matter of just I really, really hope it's standing. There's a hope in what's already been done. I have faith because it's already been established. And actually, God that I'm praying to right now, he's in this point when I'm crying out, he's also the one that's down the line in the future that already foresees that victory. To him, it's already done. Just like when he looks at us, he doesn't look at us as these broken, messed up beings that keep on jacking stuff up. But he sees us as the finished work because he's outside of this stretch of time. He's he's just like, don't worry, you're going to eventually see it. I'm with you over here in the future, so I already know what you're going to look like. I already know how it's going to be. I already know how you've been built up, how that faith muscle has been built up. And he's like, it'll be okay. How can you say that? Because he already knows because he's already there. And so the faith, that faith muscle has to be, okay, I believe you that you, when you said it's already been done, that I'm there. Um, my wife has shared in the, uh, some, in the past uh, when she was going through some heavy times and she um, went up for prayer. I think there was a conference or something going up. Um, and she went up to him and said, okay, she she said she's praying, I need more faith. I need you to remove my, my um, mistrust. That's right. She went up and she's like, okay, I need you to pray off mistrust on me because I'm my faith is wavering and I'm having a hard time. I'm having a struggle. And I'm like, I need you to pray away my mistrust. And the minister, uh, she was very gracious and just laughed and said, Baby girl, faith is a muscle that you have to work out and train up. It's not something you just pray, pray. Uh, mistrust is not something you just pray away, and faith is not something you just, um, just get magically. You know, the the fingers are snapped, and you get. It's a muscle that is built up. Israel or the promises of the people of God throughout history. It was a a building up of. Um, you know, if you're going from becoming just a people in general to Abram having to have faith in God that um, he will make him actually live up to a better name, um, you know, father of nations. He just needs, at first he just wanted to be great father. Like, just give me that. Just, like, let me just at least have a child. Like, the very basics Abram was trying to hold on to. Can I just, the name that I do have right now, can I even live up to that? Because presently I'm not. He had wealth, he had establishment, he had everything. And the name that was given was a curse to him because he couldn't even live up to it. So, Daddy, can you? Can I even live up to that, to the, the least bit of what my name is? And God was like, I won't even just give you that, but I'll, I'll make you father of nations, give you a bigger name. And, I'm, and yes, I'm going to have you live up to that. So it was a progression to not just to believe in that one little thing, but then can can I just have a kid? Abram was basically, can I have a kid? You won't even just have that, but I'll make you the father of nations. You'll be father Abraham to generations after generations after generations. Then when those are established, father, can we go back to that promise of we can have our own place and not be enslaved? We can have our own place of prosperity. And they had to have faith constantly growing and building to get to that point. And then, Father, can we can we be freed from this internal sin <laughs> that we keep, things that keep messing up in this? It, it was then the person of Jesus. So it wasn't just getting stuff, and it wasn't just living 
well enough on this earth and even being prosperous and and, and being blessed beyond measure on this planet, it eventually had to come to the real issue. A lot of time for a lot of Israel, for a whole lot of thousands of years, it was just getting established, having a place, you know, getting your your house enough for your 2.5 kids and a dog and a white picket fence, like just getting enough to be good here. A lot, I think a lot of Old Testament was just getting to be at a good spot and then getting blessed over and abundantly above that. And God was like, no, the real thing is coming back to me. We need not just to, to be all good here, but come back to that original promise and the original place in the garden that you and I are actually good, that we are good. That is what my son is. That is what his sacrifice was, that you and I, we are good. We're back, finally back on that one-on-one being able to have actually a real covenant, being able to be my children again. Then from that place, your future is actually growing more and more and more and having faith that he's making you more and more what that is, that promise, that time that he had with Abraham and seeing fulfilled, doing all. Abraham was fulfilling, or sorry, Adam. Adam was fulfilling his purpose, naming the animals, taking care of the God, taking care of the land in general, the original goal was this is your dominion, having dominion. That was Adam's purpose was to have dominion, work hand in hand as co-laborer and co-creator with God. That's our purpose. Our ultimate form of our faith is to get to that, that get that back. Be the co-laborer and the co-creator with God, having dominion. Dominion. To have dominion and not be beggars. If you have dominion of a place, you got that. That's yours. You're not begging for scratch. You're not begging just to make it. You're not begging to. Well, sorry about that. My mic plugged off. Um, You're not begging. To have health or enough to get by or food on the table. You're you're having dominion. You're working with God to be the fulfillment of what he created, to be his heir, to be his child, to be good with him and work with him to bring them to others and work with him to make the, the land that you're in look like what he created it to be in the first place. Uh, we have a faith, but we're supposed to be coming from a place of faith that we're we're coming from that victory to transform our personal land, our heart, our life, our our surround our our circle of influence. We're coming down to we're supposed to be at a at a place of faith and trusting God and, and believing Him believing him that I'm reestablishing you for what I purposed you for in the first place. Have dominion and make this place look like what I wanted it to look like. Have your heart, your land, your heart look like what I meant for it to look like in the first place. Having your circle of influence, who you come in contact with, 
and are able to ch make some change, have that look like what I meant for it to look like in, in the first place. Come from that place of victory. Have faith in that place of victory, which is Jesus. That is the object of our faith, or should be. Because if we're rattled and things are going on, if we're not having it, if he's not the object in the first place, it's all for naught anyway. But the whole focal point, the whole purpose is he will have that fact, final victory. That the the original promise and the promise that all of this is on Genesis three fifteen. You're going to be at odds with this enemy on this world that Satan has some pretty much free reign on. There's battle. This battle is happening here. The promise is Jesus crushes his head. Is the victor. So we have to have faith that Jesus actually is the victor. And what he said comes to pass. And even what reality looks like, because Satan has dominion. We gave up dominion, so Satan has dominion on this earth. The promise is, I will turn the tables and make things right back to where they're supposed to be. I will help you. Jesus speaking to us. I will help you re reclaim dominion. Because you're foolish enough to give it up in the first place. Have faith in me to reestablish you, to remold you into what I created you to be in the first place, and take back what's yours. Take back your family. Take back yourself, your heart. Um, your intentions, your your focal point, what what you view things to be. Take back what I may take back what is yours. Take your life back. Take your family back. Take back your circle of influence and those that come in line with you. Get dominion back of this land that was supposed to be yours in the first place. Um, come from that place of victory. And don't lose sight that I am the object of that faith. I am the um, fulfillment of that. Come from that place of victory. Um, and be courageous about it. Regardless of what the circumstances look like, regardless of what the enemy can throw, and he will be able to, obviously, there is life, and he does throw some blows, and it makes it hits, and it makes an impact. Are you going to let what your eyes see, what the natural comes in, are you going to let the natural outweigh the truth? Uh, I've said it before that um, uh, there are the facts, and, and then there's truth, and that truth is Jesus, and truth outweighs the facts. Even facts have to bow down to truth. Facts come heavy, but they have to bow down to truth. The truth can transform and, and the facts have to be rewritten. In, in textbooks and everything, they're rewritten all the time. Medical journals constantly are changing the facts around to what seems to be um, alive. There's truth and facts have to bow down to and, and will be rewritten because of the fact. So hold on to the object of your faith, which is Christ, come from that place of victory um, and and return to that come come return to the covenant and the communion that you have with god and and take back that dominion. be what he sees that you are he's present he sees you as as that finished product, 
we have to have faith that what he says to us when he sees that, because he will tell you, this is who you are, this is who I see you as. If we're brave enough to ask, Father, what do you see me as? He will tell you that end product. Can you hold on and have the faith? Can you can you trust and hope and, and have that faith in what he says you are as that finished product? To regain dominion, to regain your place, and be who he sees you as. Uh, that's the purpose of faith. To believe God when he says who you are. To believe God when he says what your circumstances truly are. End result. Because he's already there. So even though if you got, we got facts and we got life, faith is believing him when he says this is the truth, this is who you are, regardless of what you see, hear, or smell. Regardless of what nature says, do you believe me as the truth? Hold faith with that. Have courageous faith with that. Um, and with that, I uh, will turn. I, I will turn over the call. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, God, for the word on this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So declare as we enter in this morning, do you mind if we take a moment and just think about what Brother Dwayne has said this morning and our declaration on this morning? I just want you to take a moment. I want everything to get silent as going around you. Turn your TVs off. Turn the turn down the noise that uh, has been talking of voices, the different things that we are dealing with on this morning as we enter into the most holy of holies. This is time for prayer and worship. God, we thank you on this morning. Father, we have some requests that we need to lay at your feet on this morning. We're praying for Brother uh, Rick Romack who is uh, dealing with some heart problems and some heart issues, God. We know that you are a heart fixer and a mind regulator on this morning. Father, we are asking that you look in on Sister Nakisha's son, Ronald, who was stabbed. Father God, we're praying this morning. We have some serious things we want to lay at your feet on this morning. Father God, we're praying for Papa Charles on this morning, Sister Carolyn's uh, father, who is starting his rounds of chemo. This is just a little bit of what we have to uh, ask you on this morning. We realize if we remain in you, hallelujah, if we remain in you, Father God, and your word remain in us, you said ask what we wish, and it will be done for you. This is my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be disciples. That would is John 15, 7 and 8. This morning, Father, we are praying prayers of faith for all that you have done for us on this morning, oh God. Father God, we're asking that you clear our, plate, our, our slates clean from even on last evening. Father, forgive us for sins that we have committed knowing and unknowingly on this morning. Heavenly Father, we are we do thank you and we praise you. 
Father God, we prayed on yesterday and the Holy Spirit showed up and people began to speak in tongues and they began to, the gifts began to flow. Father God, and we thank you on this morning that you showed up on yesterday and here we are showing up on today to find out what our directions are, God, on this morning. We thank you one more time, hallelujah, because you've been good to us on this morning. Father, we thank you for the de declaration, even as you promised Abraham that you would make him a father of many nations. And here we are, God, we are an example of the nations that you have created, even in us. This nation of declares on this morning, oh God, we're praying for the ones that are on the line on this morning that don't know you in the pardoning of their sins. Perhaps this is their first visit on the line. God, we freely flow in the name of Jesus on this morning. We ask that you guide our tongues and Father God, as our eyes begin to open. Some are just waking from their sleep. Oh God, we thank you this morning that you have activated our faith on today. And that we realize that faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. We don't know what uh, we have seen, but we do know that you are great and you're worthy to be praised. Father, we thank you on this morning as we began to usher in the presence of the Lord. Father God, as we sit and we hear the word. Don't just let it become just something that we've heard, but we will begin to apply it to our everyday life, God. Father God, we continue to pray the prayers of faith on this morning. Oh God, you've been so good to us. We're asking that you look in on the sick and the shut in on today. Those that are in convalescent hospitals, the homeless, the hopeless, God, backsliders to return back. Those that are in need of salvation on today, somebody don't know you in the pardoning of their sins on this morning. So God, I'm calling out those that don't know you just as you called Lazarus to come from the grave. Father God, we ask in this morning and we're praying, we're asking the prayers of faith that our family will come from the very depths of their grave, that the dry bones will begin to uh, come back together in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for those that are incarcerated on this morning. We pray for law enforcement, judicial systems, court cases in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, how we love you on this morning. We're praying for our brothers and our sisters, those that are in the body of Christ, as well as our natural brothers and sisters. We're praying for our children on this morning, God. We're praying for the youth, oh God. We're praying for the men and women, oh God. And we cast ourselves down on this morning. God, you've been so good to us. Father, I just want to thank you for waking me up, starting me on my way, oh God. I ask that you would continue to push our prayer and us, oh God, those warriors, we call ourselves mighty warriors on oh, today, God. Let us get dressed for the battle as we put on the helmet of salvation on this morning and the breastplate of righteousness on this morning. Help us to forgive those that have sinned against us and trespassed against us, oh God. Forgive them, oh God. Father, I'm praying for those men that attacked this young man and stabbed him. God, I pray that you would find them if they don't know who they are. I pray that you would find them, oh God. In the hidden places, oh God, I pray that you would uh, forgive them, oh God. 
for the sin that they committed against this young man. Oh, God, we thank you. We realize we are in some tough times, but God, you promised that you would move the mountains that are in front of us, oh God. And Father God, we are casting, asking that you cast them in back into the, the sea. God, I thank you right now. Move out of the way, mountains. As these people of God begin to gather and come into your fullness, oh God, of this morning. We ask that you pull, pull back the blinds of our lives, oh God. Expose what is it within us, God. Purge us, oh God, with his upon this morning. Wash us whiter than snow, oh God, on this morning, oh God. This nation of people needs you as never before, oh God. And we do thank you and we praise you on this morning, oh God. Here we are on the Sabbath day, oh God. And we're just crying out, Hosanna, to the Oh, my God, on today, have mercy upon us on this morning, oh, God. We thank you one more time, oh, God. It wasn't because we are faithful, but because you are faithful, God. And that's enough for us to know that you are the one that we should be focusing on. You told us to forget about ourselves and concentrate on you on this morning, oh God. We're concentrating on you, Father God, activating us all the things of the gifts that God, I'm praying that you would stir up the gifts that are down on the inside of your people on this morning. Some that have been lying in dormancy, oh God, but on this morning, we Thank you, and we praise you, God. We should not have to be called to duty. It is our done. It is our natural desire. And God, we thank you on this morning. Now that we have entered into the Abokushane, the holy of holies of this morning, God, let your people begin to worship. Let them begin to lay the chance their cares over on you because you care for us on this morning, God. You promised you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us. And so now we are calling out on you in times of trouble. You promised you would be there, oh God. Somebody is fighting their last breath. Somebody is transitioning over. And then, God, I'm asking that you're looking on those that are bereaved on this morning. They're crying the loss of a loved one, oh God. And we thank you. The world is grieving. You have asked your warriors to fight the good fight of faith. Even as Moses was leading his people, we were grumbling and complaining, oh God. But here we are casting over our cares this morning because you care for us. Lift up your bow down head, oh ye saints, and begin to worship on this morning as you come in off the line. Unmute your 
tones and begin to worship on this morning. Thank you, 
um, what is the purpose of faith? Faith is simply the belief in the object of our trust. Um, and for us, the object of our trust, it all comes down to Jesus. The entire word is on Jesus, whether it's Old Testament coming to the promise of Jesus and holding faith to that, or now um, in, in, in New Testament times of coming from the place of victory. Uh, with Jesus and what he did on the cross and moving forward. Um, so the original, the first promise ever put in the scripture, Genesis 3.15, when speaking to Satan, now this is after the fall. Uh, man has dominion. Man has been walking with God. Um, things, Everything's been good. Uh, everything is right and walking in purpose. And then the fall comes and man forfeits his dominion to Satan. And uh, and speaking to Satan, God says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your or crush your head and you shall bruise his heel. That's the promise that our faith holds on. That's the original promise. And everything else is to come back to this place. Of the, when it's all said and done, the victory will be brought so that we can come back to this place. Uh, where we are in right standing with God, where we're communing with God, where we're in the fulfillment of our purpose, and we are have dominion over the land in which he created us to have dominion over. Um, now, when we go to, you know, thousands of years go from this point, and everything just goes amok, and Satan has free reign over the earth, and God then has to pluck up this one man, Abram, to rename him, he couldn't even fulfill his name as being great father. He couldn't even like, so faith had to come in hold of I'm gonna build up from nothing my people. And they were holding on promises and having faith on promises of what could be given to them as far as being a nation and a people of their own, having a land of their own and being prosperous and building up to having being established and having stuff, but that wasn't the end point of it. It was God saying you even though, you know, he gives us bite-sized pieces and works us up to the point of trust me in this and trust me in this and I will give you and I will bless you and I will grant you, but it's all coming to, we got to get back to this focal point, this point where we get back in right standing with when, when you're in right standing with me, when we have relationship again, and that's Jesus. They were praying or they were looking towards or they were going towards the Messiah, towards the change, towards victory. They were praying into and moving forward from a place of victory. Those, again, those 33 years of Jesus' life and to that culminating point of on the cross, that is, all time is based on that. <laughs> Jesus. The time on the, the time of Jesus and especially the, with the work that was done on the cross. And when he said it was finished, he meant it. And so from all of us, which is us, from that point on, we are supposed to start from that place of victory and move forward. Well, what are we moving forward to? Getting back to that place where we are in right standing and we fulfill what we are created to. Again, God is outside of time, so he already sees you at your end work. He already sees you as that finished work, back in dominion, back into right standing with him, back as fully established as his children, doing the work with him, being co-creators, co-laborers with Christ. That was Adam's job, period. What is your job? What is your calling on this earth? To be God's child, 
and be a co-laborer and co-creator with him. At the essence of all things, that is who we are. That's what we were made to be. And we, our faith is to believe that promise. Our faith is simply the belief in the object of our trust. That object of our trust is Christ, is Jesus. Um, and I had this quote, the power of our faith rests in the object of our faith. That is Jesus. At the foundation of all love, is a belief in the object of uh, that is loved. That is Jesus. You love him, then you have faith and believe him at his statement that it's already been done, that you're already a place of victory. And so no matter what reality or the facts look like, what you're going through, what's going on, do you have faith and believe him that it is done, and you have that place of victory. You already have that new job. You already have that healing. Your family members are already going to come up from it. Um, that sickness is going to go away. That marriage is going to be reestablished. You're going to be your marriage is going to be better than what it was that you ever remembered. Um, I will give you back your land. Your land being your heart, being your purpose, being who you are, being your family and the redemption and being your circle of influence around you to make you, your family, and your circle of in this world look like what he created to be in the first place. Do you have faith? Do you trust him, believe him, and have that courageous faith to say, no matter what it looks like now, I believe him that he is reestablishing in me what was meant in the beginning. That that first promise that Jesus will crush the head of Satan despite all the nips at his heel, that Jesus will reestablish what was purposed in the first place. That is our faith. That reestablishment. So with that, if anybody has anything to share, ask or whatnot, the floor is yours. Good morning, Brother Dwayne. Thank you for that enlightening declaration this morning, uh, connecting the dots for us. Uh, I'm, I'm a, one thing I'm going to really remember is that faith is a muscle. Uh, I heard that clearly. Uh, it's to be developed. And uh, thank you for connecting that, that Jesus is the substance. So my, my faith and my hope and my belief, they they all work together. Uh, wow. I, I, it was a powerful declaration for me this morning, you know. You you connected a lot of dots, and I I 
I, I, I eventually I did get out the bed, <laughs> but I should have been sitting at the kitchen table uh, taking notes. <laughs> so I, I, I really need to listen to the playback. Um, great decoration. Uh, wow. Thank you. Amen and amen. It is. It's just bottom line, Jesus. That that object is Jesus. They're reestablishing that you believe in what He says. You look in the mirror. He tells you who you are. And that faith. Yeah, you're right. That is that muscle. My my wife was told very free when she, um, going back to going up and asking for prayer. She she asked for unbelief to be prayed off of her and. With a chuckle, uh, the minister said that that's a muscle, baby girl, that you have to to work. Um, faith is simple. Do you believe? It, not simple in the sense of going forward. It, it's not easy, obviously, but the faith is believing Jesus at his word. That is what faith is. Simple belief in the object of our trust. Jesus is that object. Do you believe him when he says it? regardless of what reality looks like? Do you believe him that when he says, I'm going to get you back to who I made you to be? Everything else surrounds that. Every heartache, sickness, brokenness, family member loss, what have you. Do you believe, regardless of circumstances and nature, do you believe him at his word? It was done, it was finished, and what I, and what he says he sees in you when he looks at you. Do you believe that anywhere? Anybody else? Good morning. This is Ruth. Good morning. Hi. You know, oh, God, I I've, I don't believe I had as much faith as I um, do now when I, um, as I did when I started the call. Um, <laughs> it's been about five years. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't believe God for the smallest things like, oh, Lord, you know, um, um, am I going to be able to rent a, a U-Haul truck? Just the smallest little thing. And I, I can't believe that I was really tripping off of the things mm-hmm. that was going on in my life. Like, really, Ruth? You didn't believe God for something small like that? Um, just the small things I was, like, super worried about. But today, my faith have, have, have um, grown. And just from my life experiences, all the things that I've gone through um, and I shared on this call, God has brought me through some mighty things. God, when I just thought I was going to die, like right in the middle, I was like, you know what, Lord, this is it. Mm-mm, I'm done. You know, and would just stretch out on my floor. I remember stretching out on my floor in my room. It is over. This is done. And now I look back and I'm like, the things that I cried about, now I'm praising God for. You know, and then, um, Yesterday, I just found out that one of my friends, my close friends, a childhood friend, has four-stage cancer, um, and and um, she didn't even tell anybody. I was like, "You really? You didn't tell nobody?" She said, "I didn't want to worry nobody." Mm-hmm. And um, and I know we was kind of going back and forth in the the DM messages on Instagram, but and she was like, "You know, um, something is going on with me," but she never said what it was. And yesterday, I found out that the cancer had spread to her brain. And I, and and as she was talking, she didn't even sound worried about it. 
she said, you know what? I, she said, I'm, I'm, I have faith that I'm praying. I'm not claiming that. I'm not claiming it. And I was like, in, in my mind, I'm, I'm, as I listened to her, like I said, she was, she was calm about it. And I was like, what, girl? You? And I was all like frantic. You didn't tell me why you didn't, why you didn't say nothing? Like, what could I do anyway but pray? But I, she didn't. She said, I didn't want to worry nobody. And she said, I'm going through, you know, I'm going through chemo. She said, I'm, you know, um, I'm taking the taking the pills and doing what I have to do. But I was like, wow. She said, the doctor looked at me and said, um, there was nothing else that they could do. She said, they just stared at me. She said, but I don't believe that report. I was like, wow. So the faith. And so I'm now that I know, I prayed for her this morning and um my husband's brother, um, he, he, um, we found out last month, he has four stage cancer and it's spreading through his back and his pancreas and all over his body. We're praying for him too, that they both will be healed. I have faith that they will be healed. But I was just like, you know, and I'm like, I'm, and I, and I, again, I think back to the smallest things I used to worry about. Mm. That is mm. nothing compared to what some people go through. But my faith have, have grown. I thank God for this call, you know, because um, I don't know where I would be without this call, without, you know, because a lot of times we don't want to tell people our business, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in the relationship that I have with God now, you know, I can go before him and just, you know, lay out everything, be honest about it. I remember when I used to pray, I would hold stuff back like he didn't know what I was doing <laughs> or what was going on. I would hold, I wouldn't pray about mm-hmm. everything. Then I learned on this call. He he knows and sees all things. Mm-hmm. So I I'm I'm and so as and and then I began to speak those things that I used to hide. You know, and I and I guess I was just shame. But he already know. You know, and even this morning I'm I have faith that, I, that it's not gonna rain, Lord, because I'm giving a Kaylin a party in Eldorado Hills, and I'm praying. We the 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 the, the host. Um, she wrote me last night. She said, please pray that it don't rain because it's going to be outside. So I have faith that it's not going to rain. I'm just, I'm having faith for the bigger things now. Mm-hmm. So thank you. This was a wonderful declaration. Mm-hmm. It's built, yeah. We we need those stepping stones. We need, uh, like, the the whole idea of building up the muscle. You can't go to 350 pounds to lift, you you start small and you build up. And our, our faith, like you said, we trip over the little things. And uh, my job, my, my circumstance, when it's really small, uh, should, I, should I take this? Should I go that direction on small things? And he trains us up to make it bigger, for sure. We're brother or sister is facing multiple counts of, of cancer. Just holds faith. Good morning, and thank you so very much for your declaration this morning. God is so awesome. Uh, I just wanted to... um, I like the part where you said um, when you pray, um, oh, I don't want to say what you said. I'll just kind of add. 
<laughs> I've learned when I pray, um, I thank God in advance. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't ask him for things. I just say, thank you, God, for healing my son, or I just thank him in advance. Um, and it's been working quite well. It, it's, it's, um, actually, it has increased my faith. I remember when I was about 17 years old and I lived in Las Vegas, I was riding the bus one day and I heard the Holy Spirit tell me clearly, it is finished. Mm. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? I didn't know what, you know how um, when we hear God's voice, we hear it, but I didn't know what it meant quite exactly. So he just let me know um, it's done. Whatever you need, um, it's already in God. Just ask him for it, you know. So I just want to thank and praise God um, and thank you so very much for your declaration. It really was really good meat this morning. It was really good. And I'm just thankful. Um, God bless you in Jesus' name. And may God continue to bless you and strengthen you and you be encouraged to continue to fight this good fight of faith. In Jesus' name. And I also wanted to add, when I was younger, I would pray in advance and I'd say, thank you, Jesus, for increasing my faith times a million, times a million. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I believe he is he's answering prayers from when I was younger. And mm -hmm. I just thank God for the faith. God bless you guys. Have a good day. Oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Good morning. It's Krishonda. Good morning. Good morning. God is so amazing. I wasn't mm -hmm. going to say anything, but whoever just spoke just kind of uh, <laughs> almost saying what I was going to say, but using a word that I just kept thinking is hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So we have to focus on the finish line, not what's on in the middle. That's what, not what's in the middle. We pray the pray, the prayer. We have the desires in our heart. We know what God said, and we focus on what he said, which is the finish line. We keep our eyes on the finish, on the prize, not Amen. the part in the middle, in Jesus' name, not the middle part. That's all the distraction, all, that's all the stuff that causes us to be stressed and so many things. But God said what he said, so we have to focus on the finish line. Going back on me, when she says finish, it is finished. I say thank you in advance. I'm like, oh, i got to speak up. So. I'm speaking up in Jesus' name. Praise God and blessings to you and your family. Going on mute. Coming from the place of victory. Amen. Good morning, Brother Durang. How are you today? This is Geraldine, and I just want to thank you for the declaration. Um, why worry <laughs> mm -hmm. when we can pray? And I just love it. You know, before uh, I even got on this morning, the Lord was just speaking to me. You know, when he wakes you from your sleep, um, when we're called to duty, we just have to do what we have to do. And it is the time where we need to have faith, that unmovable faith. You know, sometimes we have to, we're faced with challenges. And um, I'm just grateful today to be a part of a, a, of a team that, of people that know how to activate. And I really thank you Amen. again, you and uh, Sister Sarah, Miss, you know, um, 
her profound uh, wisdom that she has in yours and, you know, just you all, uh, the Saturday calls and throughout the week, you know, we have been, we're so full of the word. We're so full of this word. And I'm just so honored to be able to be a part of, you know, this public gathering to where we can go out and, and, you know, just speak to people and, you know, not even convince them, but, you know, we should have enough confidence to, uh, you know, speak boldly. And as you said, if we don't use the muscle, it atrophies, it literally mm. shrinks up, it mm-hmm. literally dries up. So I'm learning to use my muscle a little bit more and my confidence uh, level of, you know, just praying without ceasing, no matter if it's just one or two, no matter if it's just myself, I just pray until God begins to show up and when he shows up, he shows up big. So thank you again for uh, your challenge. Thank you for even stepping out. I just saw uh, Sister Sarah just pushing you, uh, saying, you know what, it's time, you know, sometimes we as eagles have to get pushed out of the nest in order Mm. to fly. And Mm. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's really actually humbling. I'm going to be real. I didn't even know if this declaration was going to do much. <laughs> um, I just thank God that he used it because people heard what they needed to hear. And I am, I, I echo that being grateful for this community, um, for what God established and is growing. Um, yeah, Dion and, and the vision he put in in you for this, um, Moni and all and and everyone that has uh, been in here from day one or over the past five years or so. Uh, I just, I thank God for who He has brought to be a part of this call and who He's brought to uh, keep it going and who He's brought to hear from it. Uh, this is God at work. Period, and it's a very beautiful thing. Anybody Good morning, it's Nikisha. Uh, thank you for uh, thank, uh, good morning. Thank you for the time that you put into studying and just the delivery that you give. Kind of miss Sarah Sale, but I'll take you by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, but I'm just trying to find humor where I can find it right now. But I know that this is just uh, a setup for a great um, testimony that my family and I are going to have. So mm-hmm. um, I just thank God for um, for declare victory. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love you all for life. That statement of faith in itself, God is setting up for a testimony. That's that seed to just hold on to. Um, 
believe him at his word, regardless of the circumstance. Easier said than done. Way, way easier said than done. But you are victorious in Christ because you're his daughter, your child, your family is his. Your family is his. And he's not a man that he should lie. So you hold on to every promise he's given you. Every every promise he has given you in a in a an ocean worth of tears and yelling out and crying out to your father, he's not a man that he should lie. I receive it. I just want to say, Father God, I pray for our brothers and sisters that are going through it right now. I think that's a big number, probably. I thank you for the work that was finished. I thank you that they are more than conquerors. I thank you, first and foremost, they're just your children, period. And you love your children. We're not to be beggars. We're not to be beggars. Reality is reality. Facts are facts and things are going on. We are your children. And you have final say over everything and you have power over everything. There is a purpose and we don't quite always understand it. But we believe you and trust you that you know what you're doing. We just have to, we trust you that you know what you're doing, even when we don't understand and we sometimes think you are crazy. Thank you for the faith you have granted us. Father, strengthen our faith. Thank you for the portion of faith you've given us. And Father, strengthen our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Anybody else? Well, if there's nothing else, I want to go ahead and bless everyone out. Um, 
walk with the walk with our Lord and Savior today on this Saturday. Have a wonderful and blessed Saturday. Build up that faith <laughs> muscle and just trust him and walk with him. Everybody have a wonderful and blessed day. Love you. Bye bye. Have a great day too. Be blessed. Love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you all.